This is Dave, and I'm actually not here this episode, but Ethan is, and he is joined by special guest UH Jeff Nucera, and together they are Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self indulgent bonus episode 33 centimeter. On this spoilerific bonus episode, Ethan and UH Jeff review the September 13th show in Riverside, California at the Fox Performing Arts Center from Weird Al's 2022 The Un. Fortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent ill-advised vanity tour. Can't wait to hear all about it. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al Podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al Podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al Podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al Podcast. There's no Dave here, unfortunately, but Bow. but Jeff Nucera's here. Bow. He's filling in. Oh. We have uh, your cat, Chloe, who may or may not make an appearance. May certainly make an appearance <laughs> any minute now. Jeff has the most adorable and also the most meowiest cat in the world, <laughs> Chloe. And she, what, wakes you up at 3 a.m. every day? Between 5 and 6, usually, yes. <laughs> And that's Hollywood star time. Yes, for it's not great. Those of you on the other coast. Um, we went to the show in Riverside, California. Uh, this was my first show in like over a month, I feel like. Um, I'm sure I could look up and tell you exactly how long it's been, but... Uh, <laughs> Zeb can write a song about it. Zeb will write a song about it, yes. Don't really, Zeb. Um, but we have a lot to talk about. Um, I mean, we're not going to get into it, but just last week we were at the world premiere of Weird the Al Yankovic story in Toronto. That is a true story. <laughs> and it's so weird for me to be in Toronto, be back home, and then now be in California for a week. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm here and uh, I've, I've got five shows I'm going to. Uh, this is the first of five. Uh, Jeff, you're only accompanying me to four of the five. This is a true statement because I'm a fool. <laughs> So um, we're gonna. I won't. I won't catch you up on my entire month between um, the last centimeter and now. I've uh, been with you for a lot of those. You have. Days. You have. <laughs> so you don't have to catch me up. Um, and then, just as a little added bonus, um, throughout the episode, uh, Jeff and I we have some uh, Halloween themed candy, uh, and we may try it and uh, give a review of it yes. on the spot. Hooray! Um, was I not supposed to eat the Twix already? Because I ate some Twix. That's okay. You're, they're, you they're weren't green so, inside. Well, that's the spoiler. Oh. Um, so we it's have a spoilerific episode. Yeah, that's true. We did qualify it already. Um, so we have yeah we have Twix with green. What did they say? Green cookie with ghoulish green. Ghoulish green cookie. Does it taste like a cookie? Do you? I, it, I always think I mean, it's like the bread. I don't think of it as cookie. It is definitely cookie. Yeah. It's definitely not bread, um, though I would put it on a sandwich because I'm just that kind of guy. <laughs> then we have Junior Mints with black and orange centers. And it's not black and orange. It's either black or orange. Correct. Um, and then we have Ghost Dots. And that means uh, the whole box of dots, uh, they taste different colors, but they are all the same color. Yes. It says so right on the, <laughs> right on the box. It says, which flavor? Which ghost? It's a mystery. So we will uh, maybe we'll break into these at some point um, during the episode if we if we need uh, sustenance. I do love a good mystery food. <laughs> but um, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll, I guess I'll tell you how I got here. 
uh, to California. I woke up uh, four in the morning <laughs> <laughs> on Tuesday, and uh, without Chloe's help, without Chloe's help, uh, uh, I, I got in the bathroom to shower. Uh, before I left for the airport, and it was thunderstorming right oh. outside. Like, I heard, I think a lightning struck, like, literally right outside my window. Careful. And then I was, like, Googling, like, can I shower when it's, you're not supposed you're to. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> don't Google. And also, yeah. don't Google while you're in the shower. <laughs> I wasn't in the shower yet. Mm. Um, but it did strike twice. Like, it seemed, like, it was so loud. The entire, like, house was shaking. Um but I made it. I got on the plane. No issues with the plane, although I did have to run between um, my connection um, because my my flight from Albany to Chicago just, like, they didn't let us off. They just taxied for, like, an extra 45 minutes. Uh, but I made it. Uh, got a, a rental car. Uh, came over here to see Jeff. And Hi. we had a little bit of time before we were joined by our friends. Yes, Adriana Yukovich and Scott Sorensen. And they were accompanying us to the show, and we knew of a couple other friends who were going to show up, and I'm sure we'll talk about them when the time is right. Yes. And um, so we, yeah, we we headed over to Riverside, and it was what, like an hour and a half drive from here? Yeah, not a bad drive at all, uh, you know. There was out. one bad thing that happened in the car. <laughs> Adriana and Scott were sitting in the back seat. And Adriana lost window privileges. Oh yes, <laughs> we were we were approaching the theater. We were a few blocks away, and she spied a man. Um, he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt, but he was definitely not um, a homed gentleman. Uh, he seemed to be down on his luck. But he was, yeah, he was. Uh, but he houseless. Did, what is yes. the what is the correct term? Uh, un, unhoused. Uh, he I seemed think. to be an unhoused gentleman. Yes. Um, uh, and uh, Adriana only saw the like festive nature of his shirt, and we were so, you know we were more than a few blocks. We were a couple miles, I think. Yeah. And um, so you know, being in the kind Weird Al spirit, uh, she opened the window and said, "Do you need a ride to the Weird Al show?" And the guy's like, "What?" <laughs> it was, and then I <laughs> rolled up the window, locked it. Yeah, put the away. child locks on, yes. and, and then when we got to our parking spot, Scott and Adriana couldn't leave the car because the child locks were on, so we had yes. to open the doors <laughs> for them. <laughs> um, we almost left Adriana in the car by accident. Now, this was actually my second time in Riverside. I was out here, out there a couple years ago um, for a show for work, and I remember before the um, that show... Um, my buddies and I went to t- this place called Tio's Tacos. So as soon as I realized uh, that we were going to Riverside, I had no idea we were going to Riverside until like a week ago when I looked at the <laughs> list. I was like, oh, we're going to Riverside. And um, so this place, Tio's, I don't, uh, so we went there, um, not even to eat, just to check it out because it has, how would you describe it, Jeff, uh, as someone seeing it for the first time? It is bizarre. It's like if someone took, uh, like like a like a garage like a mechanic's garage and just made art out of every single piece of scrap metal scrap metal cement uh, bathroom piece, signs pieces uh, of glass old stone. Uh, toys yeah um, it is you like do yourself a favor and Google Tio's ta- tacos in yeah. uh, Riverside and you can see some photos it's it's an experience for it's sure wild uh, yeah. so we we were like. It, it's big. I mean, there's a lot more space 
than you'd expect. And we were probably there about half an hour. Yeah, um, just poking around. Just poking around. And uh, they have, also have a very authentic, really tasty Mexican restaurant. But um, yes. spoiler alert, we were going to eat there, but we did not end up eating there. A thing um, happened, yes. We ran into uh, our, our friend... Uh, Jake, Jake, yeah, um, yes. Jake. Who, if you remember, there was an inch episode over the summer where um, we had a caller on the three four seven spatula hotline, the official hotline of Dave and Ethan's two thousand inch Weird Al podcast, and talked about selling a Weird Al painting in Chicago, and then running into the people he sold the painting to at uh, one of the LA shows. Well, that is Jake, and um, we connected because I accidentally bought an extra ticket to the show. And I only realized it like a day before the show. <laughs> I, I, I believe I bought one for myself and one for Jeff, but then Jeff bought his own ticket. So I was stuck with an extra ticket, and I posted in the uh, Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast official Facebook group over at group.2000inch.com. <laughs> and uh, Jake saw the post and uh, was like, hey, I want to go. So uh, so he came, and um, uh, so we invited him to the tacos. And so we met him there, and it was really nice to finally meet him. Yes. Yes. It's a super cool guy. And just to, just to clarify, I, I didn't just, like, purchase a ticket at random on my own. I just <laughs> – uh, it was during the when – the, when all the tickets went on sale. Oh, yes. We yes. just sort of – it was a frenzy. Yeah. And uh, I when, bought When tickets. you're buying as many yeah. tickets as Jeff and Dave and I are, are buying, you just – you, yeah, we, we, we had some... You're going to uh, end up with some extras. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Uh, you know, uh, we, we knew we could find oh, a yeah. sucker. I mean, Jake. Oh, Jake. To, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it was actually really nice because um, uh, Vicky also had an extra ticket. Vicky DeVries, Rhymes with Cheese, um, was also attending the show. And when I posted about having an extra ticket, she's like, oh, I have an extra ticket too. So she was able to sell her ticket as well. So it was two extra Weird Al fans who weren't planning on going to the show, were able to go to the show. So Hooray. that's very awesome. Yes. Um, it's always really nice to get to do stuff like that. Yeah, and everyone wins. So, Jeff, uh, as Hi. as people know, you are the person who wrote uh, 8,376,000 uh, Weird Al Jeopardy questions. Yes, there are, there are now officially 5,005 <laughs> Jeopardy questions, Weird Al Jeopardy questions. Or do any repeat? No. Did you check? Yes. Okay. Because that was the that was the edict. Uh, was it really? Yes. Yes. That was the, the whole edict. Thing. The edict. Yes. Edict. Now, edict. Uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> that was the Weird Al Jeopardy edict. Now that doesn't right? mean five thousand five questions. Right. A whole bunch. It doesn't matter if it gives you a hunch. Just edict. 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 <laughs> It is very late. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a day later. We're way too tired the night we got home. Yes. And then we waited And then all we day. waited until midnight tonight <laughs> to start this. I don't know what happened. We're doing great. Uh, but back to the questions for a second. The, the Yes, we didn't repeat any, but there are, you know, questions where, uh, just as an example, you know, Eat It is a parody of a song by this artist. And, okay. And you would say... Uh, was, I thought it was an original. Uh, some people say that. <laughs> but Oh, it's a parody of Michael Jackson's Beat It. Right. So I would say, who is Michael Jackson? Correct. Okay. And then a different version of that question, which is not the same question, would be Michael Jackson's Beat It was turned into this Weird Al hit. Okay. So that's that's 
fair yes. to do that. So there'd be like three or four versions of a question, <laughs> but they're not the same question because I had to write a lot of questions. When Weird Al parodied uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson's Beat It, his title used yeah. all the same letters except for one. Which letter was that? I could have used you on the team. <laughs> I would have loved to be on the team. A- Adriana Yugovich and Eddie Schmidt and I were, uh, were suffering for sure. So we get to the theater, and uh, because Jeff has special Jeopardy privileges, uh, we're able to get in. Unfortunately, we're only able to get the four of us in. Uh, Adriana Scott and the two of us. So we had to say goodbye to Jake briefly yes. uh, as we entered the venue. And very, um, very strict security there. Um, yeah. They, you're not allowed to have any bags unless they are clear. And um, you had to go through a metal detector and empty your pockets. So Yes. Um, and our tickets, because they weren't VIP tickets, we weren't technically allowed in. Uh, right. Based on our ticket alone. Right, right. Because we didn't, yeah, so it wasn't scannable. But before we even got to the tickets, going through security, uh, I mean, I've not every venue has security, but I've never been stopped for this reason. Um, th- I emptied my pockets and I gave them my bag. They didn't even look in my bag. Uh, but in my pockets, I, I usually carry a Sharpie around. That's just something I've always done. Yeah. And the guy said, Ooh, well. I'm gonna let you have the sharpie for now. Uh, you, you maybe you didn't even know this. I you, you know must have been inside. Um, he's like, well, I'm gonna let you have the sharpie for now since this is a VIP related portion of the show. But I'm gonna need you afterwards to go back to your car and leave the sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, what? what does he think is going to happen? <laughs> Are you know. like? Gro- he said they're very strict about the the, the autographs, uh, and it's like, so me having a sharpie is gonna. Like I also had two different, um, you know, uh, ballpoint pens in my pocket. And several knives. <laughs> several knives. <laughs> Ammunitions of all sorts. <laughs> chemicals upon <laughs> chemicals. <laughs> uh, very bizarre. Um, but, but but I got in. Uh, but yeah, then they they couldn't scan our tickets, so we had to go to the box office and tell yes. her what our seats were. Luckily, JW was there just to tell them to wave us through. Yeah. <laughs> And they were like, well, you're going to have to come back and scan tickets. They wanted us just to keep returning yeah. to their security area. Yeah. And yep. uh, guess, guess what we didn't do at all? <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I still have the Sharpie, and we didn't go yes. back. Now, they said it was fine, so I, I think we would be okay. Um, they were going to manually enter it. I doubt they did. Yeah, no one cares. No. <laughs> nope. I mean, they could see our tickets. It's like, if it doesn't scan, it's like, yeah. Anyway, um, so we, we got in, and this is a first. Um, usually, um, you know, you, you go in, and, you know, when you actually have VIP, you get, like, a, a lanyard and a pass and stuff. Uh, but we were handed four, <laughs> for the four of us, yes. Vanna White sashes. Yes. That was definitely <laughs> a new experience for me. So what did they say? They they were just like, oh, you, you're the guy JW mentioned? Yeah, they had my name on a little card, and they were like, oh, you're supposed to get these. And I was like, oh, okay. So they and it. I was all ready to be, because we when we do these, like, when we sneak into the Jeopardy games, like, we don't get, you know, uh, we don't get the coffee well, you don't mugs. You sneak or... in. You're, you know. Well, you, no, but. You, that's but, one of the perks yes. of writing 5,005 questions <laughs> is you get to quote unquote sneak in, but you're yes. on the list. And, um, and so, like you know, I, I, uh, you know, we we don't we don't get the 
generally we don't get the yeah. It's the, just it's access to watch the, yeah what you created yes be in motion. It's not you don't get any of the other perks. Yeah. yeah. So so they were like, oh no, you need these, and so we 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 received the four Vanna White <laughs> sashes, and we were told to put them on at some point. So we did. So we did. They are they are Velcro fastened um, and lovely. Well, we um, uh, we had a little bit of time to kill uh, before Jeopardy, uh, so we went over to get you know just some beverages and stuff. Oh, actually, before that, we stopped and saw Marnie. Um, yes, uh, we stopped and saw Marnie, and I was very excited because um, I was oh. aware. And that's that's Chloe making Chloe. her uh, grand entrance Chloe. on the podcast. Well, lady. Um, mm-hmm. now, people love Chloe; they want to hear they want to hear all oh. all her her meows. Chloe's corner is uh, the, the spinoff. <laughs> Put Frank in charge of that. Um, so Marnie uh, had had alerted me that the the new hats were in. So they had those oh, yeah. original uh, kind of blue and yellow tie dye uh, bucket hats. And then at some point they ran out of those. Then they found more. And now they're onto a new color, um, which is uh, what would you say, like lime green and yeah. dark blue? Yeah, they're um, they're really cool. I prefer them yeah um but barney said hey uh these are about to sell out and there is a nationwide bucket hat shortage going on (laughs) which i mean i've never worn a bucket hat in my life but i've seen a lot of pictures of weird al wearing bucket hats over the years we are in the end of days we're in the end of days no but weird al's a trendsetter people are are really getting into bucket hats all of a sudden and tie dye is big, and yeah. um, so I had to pick up. So like, society you know. is collapsing because we're <laughs> selling out. This is what this is stage seven of the collapse of society. <laughs> uh, so I had to buy a bunch of hats to to cover Dave and and some other uh, collectors who won't be at the shows this week. Yes, yeah, so, um, and when I tried to buy one, Marnie said that Ethan was buying the last few. And I cried, <laughs> and then she told me she was joking. <laughs> but you believed her. You're I like, did. Of course, of course I would. did. Of course <laughs> you would. Um, and then uh, they also, I hadn't been to a show since they had the new shirts, which are the new tour dates on the back. Um, so I had to pick up one of those as well with the, I think, what, three shows that got added. Um, so happy to pick all that up. And then we went to grab some beverages, and we ran into Melissa, Weirdell's tour manager. And she had the pretty stinking majesticest jacket on. Did you see her jacket? I did. It was really cool. Uh, I saw it as she was uh, walking away to go do work. (laughs) 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 So I couldn't uh, express how awesome it was. We got to chat with her for a few minutes and learn some pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. I don't know what that stuff was. You don't. uh, You didn't take notes. (laughs) I didn't take notes. Also, spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what was really uh, exciting was um, she let us know, and I wish I wrote down the city, but recently um, she uh, put together a little mini screening of Weird the Al Yankovic story for the band and the touring crew. This is true. So I, she, you know, she rented out a little theater and got snacks and popcorn and stuff, and uh, I guess everyone loved it. Yes, so. it was sometime before the premiere because... Yeah, it was at least a couple weeks ago. Yeah, because she mentioned that she loved the movie before I had seen it, and I was very jealous. (laughs) Um, And she had something, she posted something on Facebook, and this isn't word for word what was on her jacket, but on the back it's something like 42,000 miles, 133 shows, 93 songs, 27 weeks, 
one accordion. Yes. It was really cool. Yeah, that was it was really, really neat. I, I should have taken a picture. I meant to take a picture of it. Um, uh, I'm sure we will have many other opportunities. Um, <laughs> when? Now, this was also interesting, and this is – I don't know if this is an exclusive, uh, but she also I, – I mentioned – because those four rescheduled dates are finally set in February 2023, yes. I feel the need to go to them. Yes. Uh, I wasn't going to go if it was part of the you know regular tour because there's <laughs> <laughs> you know I was already going to enough, but it's separate. It's months it is. between. Uh, so I'm planning to go to those four and she she said that uh, there's not going to be any more US dates. So I think there was some speculation about, oh, maybe they're going to do those and then add some more cities, but there will be no more U.S. dates um, added next year, as far as she knows. At least as of now, yes. Um, So I guess we'll have to see, but that's, I mean, no more U.S. dates? Does that mean there's going to be more Canadian dates? Are they going to Chilliwack? Are they going to Mars? They might be. Weird Al, Mars Attacks Tour 2023. (laughs) You heard it here first. Uh, Maybe they're going to go to a planet near Mars and, and check out those radioactive hamsters. Yes. Uh, so that was very cool and very exciting. They are kind of cute. Oh, wow. They are. <laughs> um, also, right around the time we saw Melissa, we saw our buddy Jeremy Samples, and we were twins. Uh, I was wearing my twine ball shirt, and he was wearing his uh, mine blue, his green. So it was really nice to uh, to run into him. And yeah, you guys matched the bucket hats. We did. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um And then I don't know if anything else happened before we headed in for Jeopardy. Everything else happened. That's not true at all. We I didn't in, take notes. We went into Je- Jeopardy. Yes. And, um, with, our, with our sashes. Our sashes on full display. We sat in approximately 400 different seats. Yes. For some reason, everyone was <laughs> mad at every seat we sat in. Well, it, it took like 10 minutes for the four of us to decide where we're going to sit. And we finally sat down and we were happy. And then they came over to us and were like, everyone has to sit in the center section. <laughs> so then we had to move and... Yeah, it and took a while. I was. I, they, <laughs> they didn't want to be near the front. They didn't want to get yelled at by JW. Uh, <laughs> so we kept moving farther and farther back. Well, we finally found a good spot. Yes. And, um, uh, of course, at some point during the uh, shenanigans, um, instead of a bald guy dance-off, uh, JW called for a Vanna White dance-off. Yes, so. so the four of us had to stand up and <laughs> do our thing. I have to imagine everyone was very confused about that. I was very confused as well. <laughs> People are like, "Why are they? What? Why are they Vanna White? What? Yeah. I don't know why we were Vanna White. No, but I'm but happy. I'm, yeah, I'm happy. I'm, I was. I'm glad to have gotten a, a sash. Yeah, I'm going to add that right to my collection. Yes. I'm very sorry, Dave. You're gonna, Dave's going to be jealous that he didn't get a Vanna White yeah. sash. Well, you should have. You should have been here. You should have been here, Dave. <laughs> um, so um, Jeopardy went along swimmingly. Um, and Jeff, I, I don't know who I can complain to. Do you know who wrote these questions? How dare you? <laughs> when, um, when I've seen some of the Jeopardies this tour, sometimes the, the final Jeopardy questions are really difficult and they, they sort of require a number of moving parts, like knowledge of multiple things and, and quick recall under yeah. pressure. They're designed to like, you know, you've got 30 seconds to think. So let's, while the audience you know, is like nah nah nah, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's, it's not an easy think, but it's, yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's stressful. Um, but I feel like the final Jeopardy for this show was exceedingly easy, Jeff. What? I, I don't know what you're talking about. What, what was the question? The question, and maybe you know the wording better than I do, but it's something <laughs> like 
Um, in the song Tacky, this social network is where where Al posts pictures of every meal. Yes. And I feel like that is an easy. That is an easy. Because it's it's like, you know, some of the ones I've seen where it's like, you know, what is the first song on the side B of the poodle hat cassette tape? <laughs> <laughs> Something where it's like no one actually knows. People know. Someone knew. <laughs> but I this one's like, you know, how point. many social media networks has Al ever mentioned in any song? Not many. Well, and how many, how many are out there? <laughs> you know, so it's like, uh, and it's also like a, a pretty, you know, it's one of the more recent songs. So it's not like a a B-side, uh, you know, it's, right. it's not like a, it was a hit. It's yes. not like a one-off line in headline news or something. You had to buy <laughs> greatest hits to get, you know, it's like, <laughs> so uh, uh, I'm issuing a complaint. Um, what, what is Instagram is the answer. If anyone needed it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, I, uh, yes, I don't know. Look, uh, send it to management. Okay. <laughs> no, it was fun. It, you know, always is so much fun. Uh, JW and um, Denny and you know everyone who who produces that Marnie um, Marnie cracks me up on that. She's stage. hilarious, she's so good. She she's and, the breakout star. Yeah, she and JW Jeopardy. have a really funny. Uh, they're, they're just very <laughs> hilarious together. He booped her nose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think she was expecting the nose. I boop. don't think anyone's ever expecting a nose boop. <laughs> um, so after Jeopardy, we still had a, you know, some time to kill. Um, so we were our, hoping to go get some Tio's tacos. Yes, we're really hoping to get some Tio's tacos. We were very hungry because we we had text messages from our friends who were there and where are you guys? Where are you? So yeah, Vicky we, DeVries rhymes with cheese was getting a queso dip or something. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, what did they say? You talked to the the person who said we couldn't leave. What did they say? Yeah, I said you know I said can we come back in after you know and she said no. The doors are open now. It's it's basically it's one way in, you know. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, no, you can't. And I was like, well, can't we just like we we haven't scanned our tickets yet? She's we should like, have said. Nope. We should have whispered to her. I, I don't want to say this too loud, but I have a sharpie. <laughs> they would have kicked us out. Oh immediately. my god! Yeah, you could have used the sharpie as the excuse for us to leave. Gosh darn it! Uh, we could have had some tacos, but doomed. instead we had like really yeah. crappy uh, hot dogs and nachos, nachos and popcorn. And no, usually, when popcorn. you have nachos, there's not enough cheese. Yeah, uh, there's not enough cheese to chip ratio. You always end up like the bare chips, but yeah. they had so much cheese yes. that they had. There was just a glob of cheese left yeah. after all the chips were gone. And there's, there's a no, Nikki like, DeVries rhymes with cheese joke in here, but I don't have time to find it. <laughs> so make up your own and and send it in to the three four seven spatula hotline. She just mentioned me in a comment as <laughs> I just popped up Vicky DeVries. Um, so we ran quickly ran into um, someone who I thought name was Jorge. But it's actually George. Yes. But it's spelled Jorge. <laughs> he said it's actually Jorge, but yeah. I just go by George. So, you know, I'm trying to be respectful and <laughs> you know pronounce it correctly. But I guess so many people haven't that he just caved. But um, he goes by Captain underscore Marvelous on Instagram. And he is a super talented artist. And uh, was really glad to finally meet him in person because... Um, if you remember, I guess it was a couple years ago, uh, we talked about it on the podcast, and um, I know we shared a picture, at least yeah. in our group, 
um, of this really cool Weird Al poster with like a bunch of different versions of Weird Al. Yeah, it was really cool, including like an Aaron Paul Weird Al. He Mm -hmm. drew that, and um, that's how we first connected. And uh, I've stayed in touch with him, um, I guess, for a couple years now. And and he's just a really cool guy. And uh, when we had the hundredth episode, episode one hundred inch come out, um, Dave and I were talking to him about creating a like a poster with every guest that we had in the first 100 episodes, oh, nice. 100 inches. And um, he started it, and then Dave and I uh, were supposed to send him something, and we never did. So maybe one, maybe 200 <laughs> inch. Well, <laughs> we were supposed to send him a bunch of pictures of the people or something, and it's our fault, not his fault. Um, so he brought me the first initial sketch of that. Uh, that he had started, um, and then, of course, had a couple of those posters. And, Jeff, you got one. I did. It was very exciting. It's really cool. Yeah, it's lovely. It's it's. I'm looking at it right now, and it is uh, a treasure. <laughs> it is. Um, so we, we munched and we crunched, and um, finally it was getting to be time for show time. And so I went and found my seat, and you went off and found your seat, I assume. Yes. Were you row G? I was row G. Yeah, so we were both row G, just opposite sides of the venue yes. somehow. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, but I found my seat, and then um, before Emo started, um, our buddy Devlin came over, and he's the one who got Vicky's extra ticket. Devlin Wilder, he's a, a big Weird Al fan, and um, it was really great because he wasn't originally planning on going to the show, so... Uh, got to say hi to him, gave him a wooden nickel. Of course, everyone mentioned got wooden nickels. Uh, <laughs> let me please clarify. Um, but it was great to see him. But then right as we were about to start talking, uh, JW took the stage. Yes. So uh, could not have more conversation until later. Um, but JW took the stage. I have at exactly 7.58. So it seems uh, that's, as though... That's what I have seems in as though, my very extensive notes. <laughs> if you are... Um, if your show starts at 8, if your show starts at 7.30, you want to be in your seat at least two minutes before showtime. <laughs> you do not want to miss the uh, the comedic readings of JW. Yes. Uh, so he brought up Emo. Uh, emo uh, was on stage right about 8 o'clock. And um, now, we don't really talk about Emo's material on uh, the podcast because we like to keep that a surprise yeah, for people. Because but it is perfect. It's perfect. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. He's incredible. But... Um, it is important later, so I feel like yes. we need to talk a little bit about it. Yes. We usually talk about his outfit. So, like, at the beginning of the tour, he was wearing the same kind of outfit, and then he started mixing in the, the gold and black Harlequin outfit that I would talk about, and he had a brand new outfit. Yes. He was wearing a beret. Uh, he was wearing a scarf. He had a striped shirt, yes. like, checker pants, and his normal walkout song was, like, this French sounding yeah. thing. <laughs> Scott said he looked like, uh, like Madeline like coming out. <laughs> it was a very... He was dressed like a mime without makeup, essentially. It was very strange. <laughs> and he had the uh, the red... He had a red bag and he had a Perrier and yep. he mentioned how it was um, international night. They're, they're mixing things up this late in the tour and, yes. and Al asked him to uh, <laughs> dress up yes. as a, as a, a country, and uh, he chose France uh, because he knows that emo has a lot of experience with romance. Yes, and, uh, and it, it was the uh, language of love. And <laughs> so he, um, and that's important because at one point he said he got a, a phone call 
message from Al, and he played it on stage, yes. and it was Al saying... "It was." So he had done his set, and then kind of, you know... But throughout the set, this is reminding us that it's yes. International Night, and the whole band is going to be dressed up as yep. different countries. And so he played this uh, voicemail from Al. He was, quote-unquote, hearing it for the first time yes. uh, as we heard it, and it was Al saying, hey, just... So just in case you took my joke earlier seriously, we're not actually dressing up. Uh, if you did dress up, you'd look like a real idiot. <laughs> so, of course, that was hilarious. Yeah, and, and it was pretty killed. great, yes. Um, so uh, Emo was on uh, until like 8.31, 8.32. I uh, didn't get an exact number there. Uh, I don't know if you have any notes to consult, Jeff. Uh, let me just see. No, I don't. <laughs> um, and then right around 8.47 is when um, the show started. And um, by that point, um, I guess, I don't know when he showed up, but uh, Jake was sitting next to me because I sold him my ticket. So um, <laughs> so Jake was there, and, and we had a good time watching Emo. And then we just were chatting and hanging out uh, during the intermission. And uh, um before we get into the first song, should we try um, one of these Junior Mints? Oh, yeah, please. So this is the limited edition Black and Orange Center's Spooky Mints. Ooh, I'm scared. All right. What are you hoping? Do you want to... Like, we can't choose what flavor or what color we get because no, it's random. It's but a mystery. Would you rather eat an Orange Junior Mint Center or a Black Junior Mint Center? I think I, I would like an orange one. I would like a black one. All so right. let's let's each try one. Cheers. We'll see what we got. We'll cheers right, it. Here we go. A bit into it. Mine's oh, orange. Mine's orange. I won. I was expecting like an orange flavor, but it's just a regular junior mint. Yeah. I really want a black one. Let's see. Hmm. Nope. I bit the whole thing. Nope. Another orange one. I put the whole thing in my mouth. I got to bite it. And look. You're doing great. Black. How is it? Um, it tastes the same. I've had three oranges in a row. I'm getting my vitamin C in today. It's kind of hard to do a podcast while you're chewing. Yeah. These are pretty good, though. I recommend. <laughs> they don't taste any different. 27 stars. So the show started with... Fun Zone! Fun Zone! Hooray! We did um, something that Dave and I have done in the car ride to a show. <laughs> is sort of go through the list of possible songs and guess whether they're going to play it or not. Yes. And so we did that, the four of us. Yeah. And, uh, and my favorite part of that experience was was Adriana Yugovic trying to apply logic uh, <laughs> to each of her uh, guesses. Right. We went through the the entire kind of list of songs that uh, is in well because rotation. because you know if Al's playing Albuquerque he's not going to play Twine Ball right and if Al's playing um, Christmas at Ground Zero he's not also going to play uh, Night Sanctuary crazy. crazy right so. But Adriana took it a step further. <laughs> yeah. And so she was, you know, she had these these rules she was making up. Like, well, if he plays Young, Dumb, and Ugly, we're not going to get Skipper Dan for some reason. I don't know. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was there was a lot of, like, um, there was a lot of conversation about it, and I enjoyed it. It was hilarious. She Ethan, did... Ethan was, uh, was just trying to keep track of everything. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I won't reveal who the the winner was, but I will reveal that Adriana did do better uh, than, than you, than at least someone at the table. <laughs> yep. So her logic had uh, yeah. there was there was some. It was not flawed logic, I will say. Now I don't know if you noticed this. So Fun Zone starts, and 
I think it took a little bit longer for uh, the guys to get out. So it starts with Bermuda. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they didn't. He did an extra long drum, yeah. waiting for them to get their yeah. stuff together. Well, once they learned that it wasn't really International Night, I think they had to all disrobe. Right. Okay. Probably. That, that's that's a good call. <laughs> uh, and uh, so Steve was not wearing sunglasses, but he was wearing regular uh, scene glasses yeah. with clear, you know, the yeah. clear. Not uh, the shaded lenses, and Steve was wearing a uh, a black glove on his hand. Yes, and as we've heard other people report from, yes. from their their um, events they've been to, but this is my first time seeing Steve with a glove. Yes, and with glasses. And I've seen him with glasses before. Oh, um, but so they finish up the song, and Al comes out. Hooray! And um, he was wearing a shirt which I have named. James and the Giant Peach. Yes. And do you know why I named it that? I would assume because of the giant orange flower on it. Yes. Exactly. Hooray. I think when I told Dave my (laughs) reasoning, he didn't like it, but... uh, (laughs) Well, well, Dave's not here. Dave's not here, so everyone here likes it, Dave. (laughs) Um, I was thrilled, though, because Al comes out, you know, he says hi to everyone, and they go right into Close But No Cigar. Yes. And I love when they play that because it's become this, uh, I don't think morbid curiosity is, is the right word, but this this deep curiosity for how many times he's going to hit that vibra slap because it's different every time. <laughs> but how is it different every time? I don't time? know. Because it's... I couldn't tell you where the extra one is or where it's missing. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know how. Okay. I don't know. You have a vibra slap somewhere. I do. Don't you? I do. It's, uh, <laughs> should I get it? Yes. While Jeff's getting it, uh, the, his vibra slap, um, I will say I counted 17 vibra slaps, and I did. I believe I checked with Scott Sorensen, and he agreed. Um, all right, let's hear the vibra slap, Jeff. <laughs> One. Hold on. <laughs> Two. Bad. Yeah, that's all you're getting. <laughs> and a half. <laughs> um, I'm not very musically talented. No. <laughs> that's all right, Jeff. You've got other talents. <laughs> do, do I? <laughs> um, so could see that um, there was a jingle dingle on Al's stool, <laughs> a.k.a. the tambourine. And uh, I know before the concert, uh, Jake was telling me that the one song he needed to hear, much like... In the past, when Alexis Adams had not heard it, uh, he needed to hear Airline Amy. Ah. Uh, and this was his last chance. This is the last show oh, he was no. going to this tour. So uh, he was really hoping for it. And so the Jingle Dingle gave hope. Yes. Where there was none. Ah. Um, so uh, we'll see if, if it was played. And um, Al, after um, Close But No Cigar, and Jeff, feel free to jump in if you have anything for Close yeah, But No Cigar. Tons of notes. Go on. Um, so afterwards, uh, Al said he wanted to give a shout-out to all of his friends that came to this show knowing they couldn't get comps to the L.A. show. <laughs> and my thought was, there were comps for the L.A. show? <laughs> and um, he uh, he did the he thanked Emo, of course. And yes. He did the bit, if you told me in the early 80s, that Emo would be... You know, on a bus with me for six months, I would have said, yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> uh, so then he said, I hope you know um, that uh, this song, this tour is, you know, all, uh, you know, I don't know what he said. Like, Well, he was, he was saying that, that after each of these shows, there's always one person who didn't realize. 
Yeah, there's one person on Twitter uh, upset that there's no no eat it or or um, parodies in general. Right. Uh, so. So Al just gave gave the blanket warning, like this is not that tour, everyone. Yeah, he said these are baked into the title. You know, get ready for some extra unpopular songs, including yes. this one, which was uh, the next song, "Lane Claim to Fame." Yes, I would not call this unpopular. I feel like it's <laughs> very popular. I think to the people who, I would say, the majority of people who show up, none of these songs are unpopular. Good point. Yes. Uh, but maybe to uh, Chloe. For example, maybe she. Chloe's. Not... Chloe's very familiar with these deep cuts. <laughs> she's very upset. Yes. That's why she's meowing right now. Um, so, lame claim to fame. Um, I don't know if this was new or just different, or I just really was appreciating it um, with the the venue, the Fox. Um, but I loved the spinning bar lights, uh, the kind of the long, skinny rectangles, oh, yeah. and I'm most familiar seeing those during UHF. Um, but uh, they they were doing them during Lame Claim to Fame, and I just I thought yes. it worked great. It was, uh, it was Chloe really likes to hear them or see them during Mu HF. Mu Zing. Hey oh. So right after Lame Claim to Fame ended, there was just uh, like a noise, like a burr, <laughs> like a the, you know the noise, and I, I we all know what that means. Yes, of course, yes. that means Velvet Elvis yes. is is starting up. And, Velvet um, Elvis, I think I may have mentioned this before, but but Velvet Elvis was never my favorite song on an album, but live it's pretty good. Uh, it's great live. Yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of fun. I just the police I never really got along with. Okay, um, and so you know it just uh, it just never it tickled me. Well, it was also on an album with a lot of really. Powerful songs and like exciting the songs, songs just six words long. You're right. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. My favorite. Um, so during Velvet Elvis, and you you wouldn't have been able to see this because I was on Jim's side. Yes, and you were on Steve. Steve's side. Correct. So sitting on Jim's side, I can kind of see you know kind of back beyond the curtains a little yes. bit on Steve's side because of my angle. And I noticed someone right up against the curtain, sitting on like a, a road case, um, sort of like bopping along and kind of playing air bass. It looked like. Oh. And I was like, that has to be Steve's son, Miles. Oh. How um, cool. And so that was my guess because I couldn't really see the face, and he was wearing a face mask. And um, was he eleven thousand feet tall? He was eleven thousand feet tall. Then yes, that's so likely I was, Miles. I was thinking it was Miles. And <laughs> when he started playing air bass, and I saw his <laughs> hand movements match up with Steve's, I was like, "That's got to be Miles." Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, so I, I was like, "It's either Miles or like Suzanne." Like, who else would Suzanne? Well, who else? Eleven thousand foot tall well, Suzanne. Well, yes. before I noticed the, the height, <laughs> I was trying to think like who would be allowed to just. Hang out backstage, you know, like, like I've never been invited to hang out backstage. Um, I don't know if you have, John. I have not. Uh, that would be amazing yes. to, to watch a show from yes. backstage. I've done that for my shows, yes, but never a Weird Al show. Yeah, that would be a um, really strange one. Actually, uh, I'm lying. I have been backstage for a show. Really, a series of shows: 2002's Orange County Fair. Really? You were backstage during the show watching? Yes, because uh, I had to uh, take the costumes from them when they were done with them and rush them back to the Weird Al Museum (laughs) 
to put them back on display. And because everyone who's a big Weird Al fan yes. is going to be going to that museum yes. while the show's going on. I don't know on. why that became the rule, but that became the rule. And let me tell were you they something. they all sweaty? The, the Yoda robes were, they weighed 200 pounds because they were just soaked in sweat. Ugh. And they were just Were you just disgusting. bringing disgusting Al's? Or was it the whole band's? Uh, it was... Uh, yeah, they were mostly just Al's. Like we had the fat suit, we had uh, <laughs> the, the Amish, some Amish. Did they stuff. go in a case, or were you just running around holding the fat suit? I was running around with <laughs> these things. Yeah. Oh man, Jeff! <laughs> <laughs> How did you forget that? How did? <laughs> I would think about that every night before I went to bed. I did have visions for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think they would just get like an extra. <laughs> I don't know why set. we didn't just wait until the end of the show to just do this, but I was just nope. I just had to run back and forth. <laughs> wow! We had little placards uh, when the when the suits were in use uh, that said this is this costume is currently in use. It'll be when, back later. <laughs> when you ran in to place it back, were there people like waiting around? Like, no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> there were plenty of other things to look at in that museum. If they wanted to see the costumes, go watch yeah, out <laughs> just across the field. Like, just go over there. Did you have to buy an extra ticket to see Al, or is it free once you're already in? No, uh, you. Uh, it was a free show, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Look, <laughs> okay. Look, logic, we're, we're on the same page. Logic I think. was not uh, at the forefront <laughs> of the of the Weird Al experience, uh, though it was very enjoyable. <laughs> well, uh, so after Velvet Elvis, um, Al said, "This next one is the first song from his third album," and he said. Uh, you know, he sort of did his same spiel that we've seen him do yeah, a bunch of times. Yeah, the first song he wrote for that album. Yes, and uh, so he did the, the spiel, but it was a little different because he said, you know, just, you know, channel the pain of getting dumped into writing lyrics, then, you know, get the best band in the world, put it on a platinum album, uh, cash the check, <laughs> and Hollywood something. And get a house in the Hollywood Hills. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that's his advice. If you're a, a struggling songwriter, yes. you just... Cha- channel yourself, write the lyrics, yeah. get the best band in the world, put it on a platinum album, cash the check, and buy a house yeah. in Highwood Hills. Very simple. Yeah. Yeah. I should do that one day. Yes. Maybe with my um, uh, edict song. Yes. <laughs> edict. Yes. Edict. <laughs> You're listening to history right now. <laughs> uh, so one more minute uh, was then played. and um, And I love it so much. Like, it's such a good song. It is. And it's one that the audience is, like, really happy to hear. Yeah. Uh, not that they're not happy to hear all of them, but this is one that people get extra excited about. Yeah, it's about, very familiar. It's, it's yeah. you know, it's like a, it's like a warm robe. <laughs> I, I don't know. Just shrouding you. Yeah, I sort of feel like, you know, um, this song is great for many reasons. And um, one is this. He didn't tell the story tonight, but... The the story about it being censored, yeah, on um, Which is Dick Clark's so funny. I just I love that. And, yeah, um, he, the bit that they sort of do is when he does do that, he sort of he calls it something wrong on purpose, and then he asks Bermuda, "What was it really called?" <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I think Blair Freeman was telling me that because uh, he was at one of the shows that uh, Bermuda wasn't at that Nick Amoroso was covering for him at, 
And I guess they, Al told that story, and then he, he turned and said, what was it called, Bermuda? And he turned around and was like, oh, I forgot to bring this out here. <laughs> Which he must have done on purpose. <laughs> just like an inside joke, just for people who've been to, like, way too many shows. <laughs> who would who could those people be? Mm. <laughs> or those who listen to Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast bonus centimeter episodes. Um so then, uh, then after this one, Al said, well, this next one uh, I wrote a few years later in 2002. As soon as he said that, I was like, Bob. Yep. <laughs> Very exciting. Again, another favorite. Yeah. He said it was, uh, of course, a palindrome year, and it would be the last one until uh, 2112. Yes. And, uh, of course, he talked about reading the nonsensical lyrics and realizing he had written a Bob Dylan song. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he didn't mention the music video, but uh, it is it is a great music video. It's a great music video. Yeah, the music video for Bob is such a great music video for Bob. I think everyone on this podcast can agree Yes, that it's a great music video. I agree. I mean, And it is, a, in fact, a music video. Yeah. It would be foolish to not count no. it as a music video. Yeah, of course. It's even uh, it's written about in... In Bermuda's next book. That's right. Yes. As being a music video. For Bob. In the promotional materials. Bob. Yes. Music video. Mm-hmm. Costumes. Yeah. Video. Yeah. For a video channel. Video. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you noticed this. When Al sang the, the Uzi Rat in a Sanitary Zoo, he said... Oozy rat. Kind of like I don't know how to even describe this yeah. hand motion. Yes. Can you describe little, it? It's a little uh, vertical horizontal wave. Like a little shaky like yes. Ooh, <laughs> oozy rat. Um so that was really fantastic. Yes. And he started talking about after that how um he was in Encino. It's funny because when he <laughs> starts doing the uh the shtick for, for CNR uh, when he's in California, it seems like he mentions like a California place. Yeah. But when he's outside, he just says L.A. But you know, pe- <laughs> people in this area are like Encino. I know Encino. Yep. What is Encino? Is that like a ritzy area or? No, it's where uh, Encino Man was. Okay. Remember when Pauly Shore found uh, Brendan Fraser in the ice? <laughs> yes. In that documentary? Yeah, I remember that documentary. <laughs> um, I watched it right after I watched the Bob music video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Al talks about, of course, they're trying to name the most important human at this, the most important human at the party, and mention Gandhi, Da Vinci. Oh, boy, <laughs> <laughs> do you remember Da Vinci? I I follow those boys on Instagram. They're great. Uh, Someone if, once described them as as two uh, German shepherds that fully just. Uh, or, I'm sorry, two golden retrievers that got their wish to become human. <laughs> that's a great and description. It's like, yep, that's exactly what's happening. Anyway, um, sorry. But so while they were um, leaving, Steve and Ruben, I saw Steve go right over to that person who was backstage. So I'm like, it's got to be Miles. It's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, of course, they were uh, then went into um, uh, CNR. And I noticed, so Steve... I was watching Steve because I had a great view of that backstage. Yes. And also, uh, Dana, they're, they're touring. I don't know his official name, technician or engineer. Yeah. Was not there. There was a different guy oh. uh, backstage because he did not look like Dana. Huh. And after the show, uh, Jeremy Samples always knows this kind of stuff. So I was like, Jeremy, did Dana leave? And he said, I guess there was a conflict in his schedule. Um, so they switched him out a few shows ago. With oh, wow. This new person. Or Miles ate him. Or 
Potentially Miles yes. ate him. No, so Steve went over to who I thought was Miles. Then he left. Then he came back and not Dana started putting headphones in his ear. And Steve only puts headphones in for one song. Oh. And that's Craigslist. So oh. while CNR is going, I'm already getting excited <laughs> for Craigslist. Um, <clears throat> and I noticed something new in CNR when uh, – you know, of course, when he's like uh, three hour piggyback ride, giddy up, Gene. And then there's like kind of a musical part. Yes. During the musical part, Al went, giddy up, giddy up. Like, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> I love that. It's <laughs> so one of my favorite parts of CNR is giddy up, Gene. I yeah. always shout it out with them. Um, I'm just such a big match game fan that I, uh, <laughs> I get so excited for that call out. Um, well, so then. Uh, then, you know, when Steve and Ruben come back, they went right to the keyboard. So I was like, I was right. It's yep. going to be Craigslist. And Al said, um, you know, they like to throw in some covers yes. into the mix. So this one was a cover song written in 1967, the Summer of Love. He said it's like <laughs> one of the most obscure Doors songs. And um, he had a, a hard time tracking it down because uh, it was never officially released. Um, but he did hear it on a fourth generation uh, <laughs> live recording from Listiagogo. I think that's what he said. List like Listiagogo or something. Oh, from the Whiskey Agogo. The Whiskey Agogo. Yes. Okay, I cannot read my handwriting. No, you can't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would like if I didn't tell mm. you what that said, you mm. would not know. Nope. Um, so it was a fourth generation tape from Bermuda. Recorded live at the the Whiskey A Go Go, <laughs> <laughs> and he said um, the the record label in the '60s rightfully um, did not release it because people were not ready for it, uh, and of course, then they went into Craigslist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh boy, I can't even read this handwriting. Um, I don't usually take notes during oh, the Craigslist because yes. that's usually Dave's job. Uh. I just sit back and enjoy it, but. I knew if I didn't, no one would. Yeah. How Jeff. dare you? <laughs> uh, so I think he said Molmos, Molmos Coffee sure. on Michigan Avenue. Yes. Um, and so then he went into the the uh, the trip. The, um, and, the And the, what a trip it was this time. Yeah, the phone call trip. Yes. And uh, he started talking about his mother and wanting to um pluck off her fingernails with special <laughs> tweezers and make an art project with glitter glue and of course when he said fingernails he's talking he's making a reference to dave and i uh, and the fingernail lights right yeah of course what else could it be uh, he talked about um the uh the native american man the old Indian man yes. eating uh, Rice Krispies. Yes. <laughs> Snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> <laughs> he said uh, the, the air smelled like uh, cilantro and rancid beef. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, he also mentioned he wasn't on a horse in the desert. He was like in a car in the desert. And um, he eventually, uh, the thing that... Um, you know, being a bad little boy about was replacing the milk carton into the fridge, even though it was right. empty. It was empty. <laughs> I've heard that one before. It's a crowd pleaser. And he did sing Baby Shark for the uh, Big yes. Texas Radio song. Yes. Um, what did you think? You've seen a couple of Craigslists at this point. What do you? It's, how did it compare? It holds up. I mean, I it's one of the best parts of these shows. Uh, Craigslist is another one where live it just kicks all kinds of butt. Um, oh, yeah. 
I, uh, I, you know, in the same the same way that I wasn't a huge police fan. I'm not. I, I'm not just very familiar with the Doors. Yeah, uh, I do appreciate how much it sounds like their songs and their music. Um, but seeing him do this live uh, is such a joy, and it's only gotten better over the years. Oh yeah, with this the, like, the phone it's call, so good. Yeah, the, uh, I agree. It was never one of my favorite songs um, because I'm not a, a Doors guy. Yeah. Um, and I, I enjoyed the song, but it was never like my favorite one on the album. And, but it's always been one that I love to hear live. And now it's my favorite song to hear live. Yeah, it's so good. Would this be Dave's pick? Um, I have a different one in mind for Dave's pick. Okay. Uh, but if you want to, I mean, I guess when Dave (laughs) comes in and and records the ending, he can say what his actual pick is. Um, based on the show he has not seen. Based on the show he has not okay. seen, nor contributed <laughs> to the recording of <laughs> said review. Um, so you're welcome to to choose this one. This I mean, is not look, the one I'm choosing. I, I will say that you have not been wrong yet. So I will I will hold off. Well, you've got some catching up to do, Jeff. Because oh no, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> oh jeez, I've gotten a couple wrong. Oh, uh, I, I still have a pretty high bat. In that average. case, yes, uh, this is Dave's pick. Okay. <laughs> Um, that would be a fine choice, but I think there's one that takes the cake. Okay, um, which I will reveal um, after we've we've gone through more of the songs. Um, so he said uh, after Craigslist, not sure if the news has made its way to Riverside, but I have a movie coming out. This is a real thing. Woo! Daniel Radcliffe is playing it. He said uh, premiered. Three or four days ago at TIFF, the Toronto International Film Fest. Yes, it did. And we could verify that. Yes, Uh, it was inside of our eyes. It was people in the audience who had been there were you, me, and Scott. The end of list? Is that the end of the list? And Al. Oh, yes, and Al. Yeah, (laughs) you're right. Uh, As far as we know, if someone else was there and then they flew out to Riverside, they should be our friend. They should be, correct. (laughs) Um, but he said, uh, uh, unlike my last movie, it's getting good reviews. <laughs> um, and so then they did the, we want to play you the new song that plays over the credits. And there were a couple drum hits and he said, oh, but we can't. I signed an NDA. But then people like, there was extended booing for him yeah, not playing the song. That's, that is true. And it so was he said, really... He's like, come on, guys. I'm the one who'd get in trouble, not you. <laughs> he said, you guys didn't sign the NDA. Um, so he said, here's another movie song. And he said, this is from Clint Eastwood's Spaghetti Western, The Young, The Dumb, and The Ugly. Yes. This is the first time he's introduced that song out of that bit. I've heard. Because uh, usually it's UHF. or Usually UHF or Nature Trail yeah. or Albuquerque. Um this is not the first time he's introduces Clint Eastwood's okay. Spaghetti Western, but uh, yes, I believe that is the f- first time, at least as far as I remember. Okay, um, talking about weird and then going into Young, Dumb, and Ugly. Yes, <laughs> it's kind of a, a tough transition, yep. but he made it work. No, I was I followed I was along. All for I, was, it. I was in. Um, so Young, Dumb, and Ugly. <laughs> would I love I, this? Might be your first time seeing it since they changed up the lights. They sort of had the spotlights. What yes. did you think of that? Uh, I liked it until the light went like was directly into my eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm in the show now somehow. <laughs> I thought I smelled something. <laughs> my retina's burning. Retina's burning. Oh, that was something I meant to mention. Um, 
uh, way, way back when I was talking about um, leaving my apartment after I heard those lightning strikes. Yes. I, it was smoky outside. Oh, God. I smelled smoke. I, so I'm wondering God. if the trees got struck by lightning. Jeez. Um, Careful. I'll check when I'm home in a week. Oh. <laughs> if, if it's still if, there. If there's a home if to there's go a back home. to, yes. If Coogan's and Kate are still there. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, during one of the the uh, the long music break in the song, um, Al usually takes out his cell phone and takes a couple of pictures. Yeah. So he started off taking one of Jim. He took uh, at least two of the audience. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he takes one of Steve, sometimes he doesn't. And I was very happy because he did take a picture of Steve, and Steve smiled and posed for it. Yes, Steve <laughs> like seemed in a really like good mood. Steve, it, it, I from an audience perspective, not talking to anyone, just out of observation, Steve is having the most fun out of anyone on yeah. that stage. He had a big grin on his face the whole time. He just like he loved. Yeah. You can just tell he just loves yeah. loves. And his social media posts have, have been indicating that. Like yeah. he's just been. Really uh, taking it all in, uh, yeah, in a, in a really spectacular way. He just, yeah, he's such a great guy. Yeah, and, um, it's so it's it's so exciting not only to just get to hear, you know, the the greatest musicians in the world perform, but the fact that you can watch them just have an absolute blast yeah. while they're doing it. It um, is really, it's, yeah, it's, it is it's, lovely to it be really a part of is. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was great, Young, Dumb, and Ugly. It's such a good song. And um, this is when I started uh, noticing we're nine songs in, and I still haven't seen an accordion yes. uh, picked up from Al. Um, so I'm thinking maybe we're going to get an accordion soon. But yes. no, Al calls for a harpsichord solo. Ah. And uh, we got a, a great harpsichord solo from Ruben yes. Valtiera. El Maestro. El Maestro. Some might say. <laughs> and... Um, <clears throat> One thing Dave and I like to look for is, is if we hear the meow. Did you hear the meow? I did not. I mean, I heard Chloe's meow <laughs> all the time echoing in my head. <laughs> yeah, so when uh, when Al says the line, give a mohawk to her cat, uh, dr- the Bermuda has a drum pad that he hits that has a little meow. Oh. You have to really be paying attention all for right. it. All right. Um, uh, so next time you see Melanie, okay. just, just be like, I'm listening for the meow and you'll hear it. This weekend I'll, yes. that, I'll be focused on that. Um, it's great. And, and he has a story about where he got the meow from. It's, it's like some, <laughs> I can't even remember. We'll have to right. get him on the podcast to talk about it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, there's kind of like a fake out where they, they turn off the lights yes. and then finish the song. Yes. And, um, sometimes people... Uh, get tricked and yeah. they think the song is over they start clapping and I did hear some claps yeah like oh I'm, oh, oh, I'm not supposed to clap yes <laughs> and then they left in embarrassment yes <laughs> one of the best like um, embarrassed but <laughs> just like I'm gonna hold strong and pretend that I meant to do it yes. was I was <laughs> on a, a train uh, probably from New York to Albany or something and the train stopped somewhere for some reason and it, we were still like, you know, fifteen minutes from getting off. Okay. And half the train stood up and like started grabbing their luggage and stuff. <laughs> but then the train started going again, and there was still another fifteen minutes. Oh, and geez. everyone who stood up just awkwardly like were bracing themselves, <laughs> like, like, no, I meant to stand up. Like, none of them had enough like, will to just sit back down. And I was just well, enjoying that takes it. a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> They didn't want to admit that they were yeah. tricked. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, <laughs> Al said um, he could tell that the audience was getting kind of anxious and concerned because usually they do this at the end of the show, but to, to kind of calm the nerves of everyone, uh, that it was time for a drum solo. Ah. And Bermuda did his patent pending my drum solo. Which is my favorite of the drum solos, for sure. And Al's least favorite. <laughs> he always seems upset. <laughs> um, so then we went right into I'll Sue Ya. Yes. And, uh, of course, Jeff, we need to ask, did you boo? Did you cheer? Or did you do nothing for the uh, I went to New Jersey and it sucked line? Oh, I always boo Jersey. Sorry. So you boo Jersey, but do you boo Al saying it sucked, or do you? No, I just boo Jersey. <laughs> See, you just you hear the word Jersey, and Bow. you're just like boo. <laughs> well, I booed. So, so my rule is, if I'm on the East Coast, then it's okay to hate on Jersey because we all know Jersey, and it's like boo. Yeah, we yes. know you suck. But if I'm out of town, yes. like far enough, like the West Coast. Then Jersey kind of becomes like my little brother of, oh, of like nice. New York. So it's like, well, I got to support my East Coast bros. Okay. So I do boo when I'm out of uh, That's you know, fair. Out of the I, uh, I worked in Jersey for a long time, so I feel like I can hate on it. You're qualified to hate on it. Yes. <laughs> well, I did boo and I did give a thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> and this happened a few times during Jeopardy. And I, I noticed it only once during the show. And it was during Al Suya. Um, a little piece of confetti fell from the ceiling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what was going on? I don't know. There must have been a show like the night before <laughs> or something with confetti. Um, so <laughs> this was this was really interesting. Um, I wish I had the exact wording down. I took as many notes as I could on it. Uh, he said that um, they have for, a lot for of... For the record, by the way, people can't see this, but I can see it. Your notes are serial killer terrifying. <laughs> is just... I'm writing in the dark, I, I know, but I'm holding still, a thing like, I can't see. I'm I, trying to write fast. Like, my anxiety is just, <laughs> Don't like look. in. Don't look. <laughs> um, I can read it. Uh, <laughs> you can't. That's why I do it. It's, it's in code. <laughs> it's encoded. Um, so Al said, there's a lot of songs in rotation. He likes to mix them up and, and change some of the arrangements just to keep them interesting. <laughs> and he said, um, uh, Jim Kimo West, you know him. Uh, he had this stupid idea, uh, and then he said, well, you know, Jim has more Grammy nominations than all the other band members combined, so I do defer to him. Um, <laughs> uh, so he said that Jim's stupid idea was to start with him playing the Power G chord for 45 minutes over and over. Yes. Um, and uh, he's got the most number of Grammy nominations out of the band, so he had to defer to him. And that's exactly what happened. Yes. The next 45 minutes. Yes. We got my own eyes, yes. of course, which is great. Uh, so finally, that was the 12th song of the evening. Okay. Finally. And as, and as Adriana pointed out, there are a lot of rock, rock, rock songs. It's a rock, rock, yeah. and, rock and yes. lobster and songs. Yes. Despite her, <clears throat> her rulings. <laughs> it was going against Adriana's, uh, yes, uh, decisions of what can go with what. Yes. Um, <clears throat> finally, Al addressed the uh, the um, accordion in the room. He said, it's Chekhov's accordion. You never know if it's... You know it's going to get used eventually. So uh, <laughs> um, he said, uh, 
um, he said, well, I've heard some mumbling from the audience, <laughs> and it's the middle of September, and you guys are all thinking, when am I going to play one of my two Christmas songs? Yes. <laughs> so then we went right into the night Santa went crazy. Yes. And this was kind of bizarre. During the night Santa went crazy, the 13th song of the evening yes. out of 19 songs. Yes. Uh <laughs> Two people just arrived and sat down oh boy. a few rows ahead oh of me. Oh, my God, what? <laughs> Parking's not that bad in Riverside. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Hopefully they liked it. Hopefully they had a good time. Um, <clears throat> but, of course, the Night Center went crazy. Always always a great uh, yes, gory, uh The gory, extra gory version. and Yes. Uh, it's always so good. I love it. I love it so much. Um, so Al talked about how, uh, you know, he's been recording over several decades and, uh, you know, he's the first person to admit that some of them have aged poorly. Yes. And, uh, I think everyone maybe has a different song that comes to mind when they hear that. (laughs) But of course, Al is talking about the people, uh, (laughs) no longer being impressed by a 2000 inch TV. And so, which is so good live, and it's not played nearly enough, comma Al. (laughs) (laughs) It's a wonderful song to hear live. Yeah, there's the uh, so great. There's a part of the song where there's like kind of a ding. Yeah, and Al sort of like moves his fingers as though he's like hitting a bell. (laughs) And I don't know if I've noticed this before, but I definitely noticed it that when he does the ding, there's like five or six lights that. Flash on oh, for the ding. And it's, <laughs> I love the little details like that. Nice. Um, that uh, they put in there. Um, know, Al always says, you know, this is a, a scaled back version of, of his concerts, but there is so much production that goes into there these. Is. There is. Uh, there's nothing. There's nothing. Uh, the effort is not yeah, scaled back. Yes, for sure. Um, so after Frank's 2000-inch TV, um, he uh, he called for a drum solo reprise. Hooray! And Bermuda did a drum roll, <laughs> followed by silence. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard him do a drum roll as a uh, drum solo <laughs> reprise, <laughs> but of course that um, that led to John Bermuda Schwartz. What a guy! Added to the spreadsheet, we got yes. another what a guy. Um, so then we we got into. Buy me a condo. Yes, which I thought was what where we were headed before with the uh <laughs> <laughs> H Portly. Yes. <laughs> and uh I love Buy Me a Condo. You know, some some people it's not their favorite song, uh, but those people are, are no people to me because I, I love Buy Me a Condo. <laughs> and I I, I want a, a t shirt with the alligator on. Yes. That's all I I want a ja ja jacuzzi in the backyard. <laughs> a ja ja jacuzzi <laughs> in me backyard. Um, so um, this song actually led to a Ethan suggestion. Oh, so um, was it that he should play the songs just six words long? It was not. Oh, um, but <laughs> when there's an Ethan suggestion, you know what that means. It's Ethan suggestion. Yes, so my suggestion is when he says, gonna throw away all me ganja, that there should be some green lights. Oh. Wouldn't that be fun? Sure. Wouldn't that be a fun yes. little detail? Yes, but I'm not giving notes. 
You're not giving notes. But do you co-sign that suggestion? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> That's all that matters. Uh, so he said um, afterwards, that concludes the cultural appro- appropriation portion of the evening. Yes. Um, <laughs> so then you, like, do you want green uh, lights like the ghoulish green Twix bars? Oh, I haven't had one of those oh, yet. Oh, you're a fool. They're ghoulish, delightful. Ghoulish green with the, uh, the green cookie... Or bread. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's try it. Let's see if it's really green, yes. and we'll see if it tastes any different. I do like Twix. Out of the candy bars, oh, that looks disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that looks truly horrible. <laughs> it does look like, yeah, it's like, like a sitcom like someone put pot in the Twix. Right. <laughs> All right. I'm chewing it. It tastes like a Twix bar. It tastes like a Twix bar, and I'm not mad at it. I like Twix. One of the better candy bars out there, I think. Yeah. Have you ever had the ice cream Twix? Yeah. Oh, my God. The ice cream Twix, so they don't have the cookie or the bread. They have little, <laughs> like, turds. I don't know the right. best way to turds. describe it. Uh, like little, little turds of crunch. Car- yeah. But they're not <laughs> turds. They're kind of turds. Have you had the Snickers ice cream? I'm sure I have. There's so much caramel in it. It's Is so there? good. Well, I defer or, to yeah. if it's if not Snickers Milky Way. I they did have. Um, Please don't write in at the store. They did have ghoulish green <laughs> Snickers. Oh, all right. Like the uh, the chud the, or what? The, the nougat. nougat. I, I don't know what it is. What did you call it? The chud. Oh, <laughs> uh, so Al said, um, "This is essentially a comedy show, although this next song is not all that funny." Or ironic. <laughs> he said it's a, a sweet song about his childhood and the innocence um, back in the good old days. Yes. <laughs> and it was good Mr. old days. Mr. Frump in the Iron... Oh, oh never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we got the uh, the first viewing of Fingernail Lights. Yes. During uh, this song. <laughs> and <laughs> I noticed like this song started playing maybe... Ten seconds in, I saw at least ten people get up to go pee. <laughs> wow. So I don't know. This is the peeing song of the night. All right. I mean, we are 16 songs in. Yeah. This and, song is and... just 16 songs in. <laughs> I'm writing all sorts of hits yeah, tonight. You... <laughs> um, the E in EGOT stands for Ethan. That's know, right. I, I don't know. It's very late. Ethan or Edict. Um, <laughs> so then Al started talking about the biopic, and he says, It's been on my mind a lot, but he does feel it's a little bit redundant. Yes. Because he already wrote a song all about his life. And then he's like, You want to hear it? And Albuquerque. Hooray. Um, <laughs> now, you've seen him play Albuquerque this tour. I have, yes. Um, Several times. When he's talking about the airplane, had our tray tables up, yep, yep, and my yep. seatback in the full upright position, when does he do the arm thing? Does he do it for uh, tray table up, yes. had my tray table up, Yes. or I had my seatback in the full upright position? No, tray table up. Well. Oh, God. 
I've noticed he yes. switches it up. Oh, no. It's not consistent. Oh, no. Ow. <laughs> because I try and do it with him, and every time I try and do it with him, he goes with the opposite. <laughs> so Al can't remember. I can't remember. Nobody can. Or he can see you doing it, and he wants to just mess <laughs> like, with you. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's got like a, the light that was on you was meant for me. <laughs> Please light Ethan Almond so I can observe. <laughs> and, uh, of course, Al did apologize for using the word hermaphrodite. He did. He stopped down the song and and gave uh, gave our reasoning. Um, <laughs> and language is fluid, as he mentioned. And um, yes, so he, and taking Jackie, uh, special guest Jackie's advice, um, still has refrained from saying two fully functioning reproductive uh, organs. Um, <laughs> so then we got to the donuts in the song. Yes. And um, he did 25 donuts. Oh, boy. And we got the Dingleberry Donut. We did. The very rare and very <laughs> much appreciated Dingleberry Donut um, in place of the Marionberry Donut. So yes. it went Goji, Dingle, Berry, uh, Hollyberry, Chuckberry, and to Bearclaw. <laughs> and this, is, this was very interesting. Um, I, I have to imagine you noticed this, Jeff. Um, he said, got any bear claws? Wait a minute, I'll go check. <laughs> no, we're out of Blair Claws. <laughs> Is that then, a shout out to Blair Freeman? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> I have an update on that. Oh. But um, So Blair Claws, and then Al, I guess, responding to the donut guy, goes, said, said, did you say Blair or Bear Claws? <laughs> I love when he acknowledges the flub. Yep. <laughs> Just leaned into it, kept going. It well, so I had to tell Blair about it. Cause, cause, uh-huh. uh, so I, I did reach out to Blair, and I told him the story. <laughs> and he did confirm that he uh, had communicated uh, something to Al earlier that day, a few hours before the concert. <laughs> so perhaps Blair Freeman was on Al's mind. Blair that, Freeman's on all of our minds, yes, always. Yes, of I course. Say. He's the greatest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, when he, when he talks about the uh, the the uh, the weasels, they're tearing me apart. Yes, um, he said they're tearing me apart. Quite frankly, in a very literal sense. <laughs> I love when he adds that kind of stuff. So then when it came to the pet names for Zelda, uh, he did the tried and true Sweetie Pumpkin Honey Muffin. Then he said Sugar Boo Boo uh-huh. Fuzzy Pickle. Fuzzy Pickle was disgusting somehow. And then, um, I don't know if I've seen him do this, but Al called for a guitar solo. He said, guitar solo, and pulled it, pointed to oh, Jim. Oh, I didn't notice. Well, he did the little guitar yeah. part in Albuquerque. Nice. So then Al lost his place uh, in the song. Oh, no. And this was uh, very unique because Al you know, stopped Steve, stopped Jim. Guys, we have to start over. Yes. Al got up. He left. <laughs> Melissa runs out with a mic <laughs> on a mic stand. And then JW comes out. <laughs> he does his whole spiel word yep. for word. Yep. He introduces the Emo Phillips experience. Yes. The French song plays. <laughs> Emo comes out in his full French regalia. Yeah. Yep. And, and by the way, Steve is sitting there. Steve did not leave. Nope. I think Jim left, yes. but Ruben, Steve, and Bermuda stayed. Yeah. And Steve was just 
again, just grinning. Steve, at, well, <laughs> I don't know if people know this about Steve. Steve's, uh, Steve shared this with me and, and uh, Emo shared this with me. Steve is like the biggest Emo Phillips fan in the world. He, his number one favorite comedian of all time is Emo Phillips, and they're great friends. And he just he loves and respects the heck out of Emo. I love it so, so he much. He love he. I think he is backstage watching Emo yeah. every night because he's yeah. just such a big fan. And you can just see the joy on his face. It was amazing. So, yeah. he, so Steve's just in there. He's loving life. <laughs> and Emo comes out and he does word for word. Uh, you know, we, we got you know, something special for you tonight. Al told us. But it, what's amazing is as he's describing the, um, you know, what Al told him to do, for, for the uh, you know the French and the, you know, for yes. the romance he and he's like and every band member is going to be wearing <laughs> like as he's saying that he's sort of like looking around at the band members like hey <laughs> it was just comedic genius <laughs> it's incredible so emo emo did like two minutes he, yeah. he did his whole opening and then he did his first joke. <laughs> Exactly the same yeah. as earlier. And it was great. And then, um, <laughs> and then of course, um, uh, Al came out. Have you, you know, have you seen? I, I know that Al messes around a, a little bit with the reset, but I have not seen the, the reset go quite this far back. Uh, uh, so, in this, the last show I saw before this one. In Lancaster was the first time Al really did something crazy this tour, <laughs> where um, he left the stage and then the band played the entirety of Fun Zone. Nice. And then they played half of um, <laughs> Lame Claim to Fame or something. I can't remember. And then Al, in the middle of like the song, was like, "Oh, I remember now." <laughs> but so this time Al leaves, did, did the whole thing, comes back. Um, I have heard that they've brought emo back out. Nice. Uh, I don't know how often. I don't know that this is something they do every single time. Okay. But I think it's just like kind of a once in a while thing. Yeah. It and was great. It was incredible. I really to appreciate see. it. Oh, it was so great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like you know, this is right near the end of the show, and emo has yeah. been off stage for like two hours yeah. at this point. And I and just love that he is still in his costume. Still in the he's costume, still ready. He's ready to yeah. go. He comes out as prepared. <laughs> it's just everyone on that tour is just having and so much fun. And seeing like emo on stage with with Steve somehow, it's like <laughs> it's like the old Animaniacs stew episode where like Pinky and the Brain were mixed. Up. Everybody was mixed up. <laughs> it is bizarre yeah. to have like emo out with <laughs> yeah. you know like it's just out of context and just <laughs> out of strange. Context, emo. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was, yeah, it was just, it was so great. Um, so, um, Steve Rubenin and, uh, Bermuda were there, <laughs> did the exact same opener, and then Al came out and he said, I just remembered where I was in the song, Emo Phillips, everybody, <laughs> and then went right into, I hate sauerkraut. <laughs> um, I can't read this. Uh. <laughs> is something extended lo- looped? Something looped? Uh, don't, don't know. I don't know. But there is a question mark after it, so good luck, everyone. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, extended loop. Blah blah. I have no idea. Nope. No idea. Um. Oh, something like. Uh, with the Al, 
Albuquerque? Maybe it was, I thought it was long. Mm. Oh, 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 oh. So Al goes, Al, and you know how he holds the L? Yes. Then I sort of heard a second of the L still going and Al saying Albuquerque at the same time. And that made me think that maybe it was, the extension was looped a little bit. Hmm. So I'm not sure if if that Mm. was just like a technical thing or if I caught something Mm. I wasn't supposed to catch. Oh boy! I don't know what it was. Well, don't blame me. What? (laughs) Blame the junior mints. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, then, during this kind of period before the encore, uh, Jim was tuning his acoustic guitar. Um, Steve and Ruben were were sitting down. Bermuda had his uh, black cloth. He was cleaning his glasses. <laughs> and he started cleaning the, like, drum shield. Yes. He started cleaning the cymbals. He started cleaning the cymbal stands. It was very extended. Also wiping his armpits. Was he? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, also during this period, Melissa took down the extra mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve took his glasses off. Always nice to see Melissa on stage during the shows, by the way. What? Always nice to see oh, Melissa yes, on stage. Oh, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Steve took a picture of the audience and uh, so then they came back and Al said that um, this is very bizarre <laughs> this is very bizarre and I, I had heard a rumor of this happening already uh, this is my first time seeing it Al said that the plan was to play Tommy Two Tones 8675309 uh, but before sound check he found out that uh, there's a new number Jenny um, has a new number Jenny has a new number he said uh, he he needed to do this. Um, he needed to share factual information with the yes, crowd. Yes, and uh, so here, without further ado, slightly revised Tommy Two Tone song. Yes, and instead of eight six seven five three zero nine, Al sang the number five two zero four one eight nine. Uh, that number again five two zero four one eight nine. Now this is bizarre because. Um, I had heard from uh, Jeremy Samples that uh, there was an occurrence where he was in a show and Al, this tour, Al sang the song, but with different numbers. <laughs> I looked up my text message from Jeremy during the song, yeah. and those were the exact same different numbers <laughs> that Al sang, 5204189. And the first thing I did when um, when I, when Jeremy had reported those numbers to me is I typed it into my phone, like, is this someone... Who I know personally right. that Al's pranking, uh, because of course Zeb Lemke and I we did a parody of Jenny <laughs> where we did Jim's old phone number right. from phony calls. Um, so I typed it into my phone again and nothing came up. What were you thinking when you heard? Yeah, I, I was I. I, this is the only note I took, um, basically, because I, I, I was like, this number means something, and I don't know what it is, uh, and I'm going <laughs> to find out. Um, and uh, I, guess what? <laughs> After the entire day spent trying to figure it out, I don't, I don't have anything. <laughs> well, you did something. Did I? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we, we took some time today. That's what we spent all day doing. Yeah. Trying to figure this out, um, and and we each have a theory. Ethan's Ethan's theory is well. So five two zero four one eight nine. It's actually a code for each letter represents a number. So mm-hmm. A is one, B is two, Z is twenty six. 
So if you break five two zero four one eight nine down to five twenty four one eight nine, the letters it translates to is E T D A H I. Those are significant because then you break it down to E T D A H I. Yes, yes, yes. E T, of course, the first two letters of my name, Ethan. Uh, oh. D A, of course, the first two letters of Dave. H I. Hi. <laughs> so this is Dave. This is not Dave. This is Al saying, Ethan, Dave, hi. Uh huh. Yes, yes. And that, I don't see how it could be anything else I mean, but that. It just feels unhinged. I think that the. <laughs> The real story is, you know, Al's, uh, you know, kind of a nerd, and he's he loves uh, puzzles and numbers. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, let's let's do it this way. Five times twenty is one hundred. One hundred divided by four, the next number is twenty-five. Twenty-five minus one is twenty-four. Twenty-four divided by eight is three, uh, and then three times nine, the final digit, is twenty-seven. Hmm. Yeah, you're welcome. Why not both? You're welcome, America. Why not both? Why? Why? Why not? Because Al? one of them is totally crazy, Ethan. <laughs> now, um, Jeremy Samples, who uh, had told me about this phenomenon a few weeks ago, he uh, he reached he at a VIP uh, asked Al what was the number five two zero four one eight nine. Oh, and I guess Al, we could have done that too. Well, so Al told him. Uh, the answer, and he said, that's JW's phone number. (laughs) (laughs) Which is hilarious. And I have JW's phone number, and that's not JW's phone number. I can can confirm that. um, I believe that means that either JW has multiple phones, and he has not shared (laughs) his phone number with Jeff and I, (laughs) or or Al's not telling the truth. Mm. So hmm. we're, we're going to have to get to the bottom of this, Jeff. We yes. have to figure out the 5204189. Yes. I'll, I mean, yeah, I feel like the math problem is probably the easiest one. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then, um, then Al said, uh, well, time for one more drum solo. <laughs> yes. The rare trifecta drum solo. Nice. And uh, Bermuda did just one single hit. <laughs> on the uh, uh, the drum set. Well, it was late. He was tired. <laughs> and then they went right into uh, Unplugged Medley. Yes. Of course, the Unplugged Medley uh, is as it always is on this tour. It starts with uh, Amish Paradise, uh, Smells Like Nirvana, White and Nerdy, Word Crimes, Yoda and Yoda Chant. And Jeff, at the last time I saw Al perform yes. in Lancaster, for Yoda, they had the Starlights. The uh, the, oh. the back curtain starlights yes. um, that we've seen on previous tours. So I I guess I just was like, oh, I guess they're adding that to this tour. But I guess they didn't because oh. there was no starlights right. tonight. <laughs> so maybe that was just something the Lancaster venue had. I don't know. How sad. Um, did you notice anything? I did not. Other than it's, you know, it's been a couple of months since I've seen the tour. And uh, I do love this medley. The the audacity of the <laughs> Yoda chant <laughs> just is insane. Now I noticed one thing during the Yoda chant, and for um, the uh, big grinning ghost, or is that the right? Uh, <laughs> well, the part that comes from the haunted mansion yes. ride at, at Disney, 
um, I thought got big, big cheers yeah, at the did. show. I yeah. think because of our location yeah, being close to Disney, to Disney yeah. I think people really recognized that yeah. part and, and really enjoyed it. And um, something about Steve. Something about Steve. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying about Steve. But um, the show... Probably just still grinning. <laughs> still grinning. The show ended around uh, 10.42. That's when the last note was saying. 10.43, yeah. they started getting up. Um, and... Uh, this Has this tour... Um, has this... Sorry. Have, have these shows gotten longer since the beginning of the tour? I feel like... I know that, like, in yeah, the... Yeah, I mean, Al's usually on for... A about the same amount of time, okay. but I think because we had both Albuquerque and the extended part of Albuquerque and Craigslist, I yeah. think it added a little bit. Yeah, um, usually it was, the shows. It was almost a two-hour event. Yeah, just Al and yeah. I mean, the the show started at seven fifty-eight. Yeah, and it ended at seven ten forty-three. Yeah. So with with uh, yeah, Al was on stage for about two hours. Nice. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I hope that there's people. I hope someone out there is is taking uh, spreadsheet notes of these <laughs> and can because Dave and I we we do record what time the show starts and when it ends. But as soon as we record the episode, that leaves our brain and we don't refer back to our notes. So hopefully, someone <laughs> is keeping track of it for us. Um, but I thought it was a wonderful show, and and of course, uh, yeah, I, I have to say. Um, we don't know what Dave's pick of the night is because he's not here with us. He's, right. Um, but I'm going to play the music because okay. I feel confident that I know what it is. All right. I'm ready. And by I play the music, of course, it's intern Frank who's going to play it. It's Dave's pick of the night. Probably. I think <laughs> Dave would have picked Albuquerque with Emo coming back uh, out and JW okay. coming back out because that was just so spectacular. Yeah, that was what was everyone was special. talking about. Yeah. Um, Craigslist was great. Yes, but this was just this was super yeah. memorable and yeah. social media afterwards. <laughs> like when you posted your pictures on Facebook, and one of them is of emo and Steve on stage at the yeah. same time. People were like, "What?" Yeah, Dave Rossi messaged me and was like, "I'm gonna need some explanation here." Uh, so that's my guess for what Dave picked. Maybe Dave will. I think you're uh, correct. Uh, let us know, but um, after the show, um, we uh, <laughs> well, I I was sort of back with uh, Jake in my seat, and I see you guys going up to the stage, and JW handing a giant box <laughs> to you, and I'm like, what is going on? I need to be over there right now. <laughs> so I booked my way over. Did you think we were getting just swag? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I had to guess, but I, 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 if, they're, if they're handing stuff out, I want to be part of that. <laughs> yeah. So what, what were you getting? Uh, I was getting uh, the used um, questions question cards, answer cards, I guess, <laughs> uh, from the uh, Weird Al Jeopardy. Since they had, since they had left L.A., um, uh, J.W.'s been uh, kind of holding on to the, to the games. Uh, to you and to, to the, you. To the question, sets of questions. I'm so uh, tired. I don't know what I'm <laughs> saying. Um, but, yes, we uh, – so th- those come back to my place. 
please don't rob me. <laughs> <laughs> that was very cool. He brought you two big boxes. Yeah. Uh, one of them was just a um, a cardboard box addressed to Weird Al. <laughs> it was from a coffee company, so it must yeah. have been their box for getting the uh, the Dean's Coffee uh, Jackson Park Espresso. Mm-hmm. And the other one is a, uh, a Be Natural handheld garment steamer box. Yes. So those of you out there, and they who... fit they fit uh, several games worth of 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 Jeopardy questions quite handsomely. All in those two boxes. Yes, uh, they were very heavy. Yes, um, I will say once uh, the, the uh, JW FedExed me a box uh, somewhere in the middle of the tour. Oh yeah, and uh, it came to my address addressed to Weird Al, and I was like, "Does he live here now? Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> I better clean up." That's hilarious. <laughs> So while you're getting the boxes and stuff, uh, I was able to score a set list yes. from JW. Very cool. Um, we also, around that time, saw Summer Woods, who was in attendance. Yes. And um, before I left the the theater into the lobby, um, I got to see Steve. Yes. Steve was on stage with Miles. I was right. Hooray. <laughs> so I got to finally meet Miles. I've met uh, Ian uh, a couple times, and I'd never met Miles, so it was really cool to get to meet him. And uh, Steve was uh, very happy to introduce. Yes, the J Boys are so lovely. They're, They're so their nice. whole family is, yeah. is wonderful. Yeah, they are. Um, so it was really cool to get to meet him, and, and we just got to spoke for, speak for a second. Uh, I spoke to Steve a little bit, got a couple updates from him on on some stuff, and uh, it was really nice to see them. And uh, then I went out into the lobby, and there was a whole group. Uh, gathered. Yes. It was, um, oh, actually, before I left, actually, right when I went over and you had the um, the boxes from JW, um, a woman said, are you from the Dave and Ethan's podcast? <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> and it was Whitney Avalon from the uh, Princess Rap Battles. Yes. And many other things. Yes. And uh, she was telling me, um, you know, we actually Dave and I had reached out to her at one point, so we we are planning to have her on the podcast um, because we know she's a Weird Al fan. But she's like, you know, I haven't actually worked with Al yet, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but you're you're inspired by Weird Al. You're a comedy musician. Uh, you belong on the podcast, so we will have her on at some point. Nice. Um, and then she told me a secret that I'm not allowed to tell anyone. Uh, what? Um, but. I'm assuming by the time this <laughs> podcast comes out, it'll be big. It'll already have dropped. Yes, yes. And if not, then it's this is a Patreon exclusive, guys. Oh my goodness! Uh, she said that she has a music video coming out very soon, uh, starring Thomas Lennon what? Uh, of Weird Al friend fame. What? <laughs> so uh, we'll have to watch for that. Uh, so I so then I I go out and uh, to the lobby and I uh, got to see finally. This this evening for the first time, Vicky DeVries rhymes with, with cheese, uh, which was so great. She was there with her friend Tuck, yes. who I'd never met before. Ah. And um, did you met Tuck before? Uh, maybe. Uh, Tuck was in attendance at the 2000 and 2002 Alcons. Ah. Um, and uh, it's very. There's a very real chance I met him there. <laughs> okay, um, but I also have like. Alzheimer's, basically. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> well, so uh, we got a great group picture um, with everyone we mentioned. Devin, 
uh, Jeremy Samples, Jeff, you were there, Adriana, Scott, Tuck, Vicky, and Summer Woods. We got a nice picture. Yeah. Um, and uh, what a great show. Yeah, it was a great show. Great night. Uh, super fun, uh, as always. I mean, oh, Al's, Al's just, shows yeah. are always so great, as uh, you probably know. <laughs> they're all right. <laughs> um, oh, jeez. That's Chloe's fault. Chloe? Not really. Doing? I wouldn't blame Chloe. That was intern Frank's fault. Oh, <laughs> Chloe, attack him. <laughs> intern Frank, <laughs> get attacked. Um, so it was a, a great show. Uh, we did go through and tally up the scores uh, for the guessing game. and oh, I, yes. I think this is my third time playing and my third time coming in first place. Uh, I don't know how. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> is this complete random? Just, uh, I don't know. I, I, Adriana had had method to her madness. She came in second. Yeah. You came in third. Scott came in last. Yeah. I was basically just calling out songs I really wanted to hear. <laughs> well, you got enough right that, yeah. you know. It was I mean, a I want to hear list. all the songs always. but Is there a Jeff's pick of the night? Um... You know, probably Albuquerque. Uh, yeah, you're right. That was that was an epic uh, adventure. That's a rare thing to yeah. get to experience. I, I did love seeing emo up there uh, <laughs> with Steve J. Just the the love on that stage and emo oh, yeah. just being so good. He is so talented and so uh, the, the his he uses language as a weapon somehow. Like the way he <laughs> the way he just creates these thoughts. Uh, and paints them with words. Right. Are, 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 it's, it's, a, it's it, you know, it's like me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, we've got uh, a couple more shows while I'm out here in L.A. Um, a couple. But the, the show <laughs> I'm going to next is in Paso Robles, right near San Luis Obispo, and you're not going to be there. I'm not going to so, be there. I don't know. Sorry. I don't know if, if I'll record a solo one, try and get Dave on the phone, or maybe you can still record it with me and <laughs> <laughs> pretend yes, you were there. I'll be the audience. <laughs> uh, but I'm excited because not only is Jeremy Samples going to be there, but the great Zeb Lemke is uh, so supposed to be in jealous attendance. jealous that you're going to get to meet Zeb. I've never met him in person, so Aww. I'm very excited to uh, see him. And I think Swimsuit model Zeb Lemke. <laughs> that's right um and uh so i'm so excited it's gonna be oh you know what we forgot to play uh have intern frank play we need to get chloe off of him so he can play this oh, all right um the chloe song Heel. of course it's ethan's prediction <laughs> well, just in case you, uh, you tuned out for a minute a few minutes ago, uh, my prediction is that Dave will choose the extended emo edition of emo and JW edition of Albuquerque. So uh, hopefully uh, Dave will let us know now. Zeb's jingles make this seem like a morning show, and I love it so much. Like it, a morning zoo radio show. I mean, show. it's pretty much morning at this yeah. point. It's almost two. <laughs> well, Jeff, thank you so much for joining me for this uh bonus episode talking about this great having show me and sitting totally across the theater from me yeah we... so you could see miles j yeah in action <laughs> it was very cool to see miles and for those who are not even 
aware. Uh, Steve's, both of his sons have uh, Weird Al connections. They're both in the Amish Paradise video. Yes. Uh, Ian's on, he's, was he w- were there when you were on uh, set yes. for Poodle Hat? Yeah, Ethan and I, or sorry. Uh, Ian. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> My brain has I wish melted. it was me. <laughs> uh, yes, Ian, Jay, and I, Ian and I, um, uh, a star on the Poodle Hat cover. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I'm kind of looking at him, Ian, and he's a hundred feet taller than I am. Ian is an accomplished drummer, and Miles is an accomplished bass player. Um, so it's very yes. cool um, that Steve has such a talented family. Um, well, this was a this was a lot of fun, and um, well, let's get some rest and go to some more shows. Yes. How does that sound? Sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> That was Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Ridiculously self-indulgent. Bonus episode, 33 centimeter. Dave, sing um, Edict. <laughs> edict, Edict. I don't remember the words, but hopefully you do. <laughs> Good luck, Dave. <laughs> <laughs>